Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. Underwater maintenance crew bodies recovered after Trinidad and Tobago pipeline accident. Antigua and Barbuda Prime Minister Brown wants CARICOM single market and economy implementation gaps closed. Historic vote New York City confirms Barbados is born as first ever council. Jamaica Business Development Corporation establishing essential oil incubator. Berkeley in Puerto Rico 2022 is now accepting applications. Grenada wins in USA Today's 10 Best Readers Choice Awards 2022 and Spirit Airlines launch another new route to Puerto Rico. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Wednesday, March 2nd. We start a report today in Trinidad and Tobago. The St. Kitts Nevis Observer via Reuters reports that rescuers in Trinidad and Tobago recovered the bodies of three welders, the country's state energy company said on Monday. This rescue came four days after the workers were sucked into an underwater 30-inch U-shaped pipeline. The body of another worker remains missing, according to a statement issued by the state-owned Pariah Trading Fuel Company. Five welders were carrying out underwater maintenance at the project when the accident occurred last Friday. One of the five men was rescued from inside the pipeline four hours after the incident, and the company said they were searching for the body of the missing worker. The government announced that an independent investigation has been launched to determine the cause of the accident accident and it will include experts from multinational energy companies. CARICOM today reports that Prime Minister of Antigua and Barbuda, the Honorable Gaston Brown, has called for shifting of gears to close the implementation gaps associated with the CARICOM single market and economy. Prime Minister Brown, the outgoing chairman of CARICOM, pointed out that a fully functioning CARICOM single market and economy was required for the region's post-COVID-19 recovery and that the region could no longer afford the luxury of delaying key instruments. Prime Minister Brown was at the time addressing the opening ceremony of the 33rd meeting of the Conference of Heads of Government of CARICOM in Belize. The flagship CARICOM single market and economy is a major matter that the heads will tackle during the meeting. The necessity of confronting some of the challenges the community faced, Prime Minister Brown said, required urgency in CARICOM single market and economy implementation. We can no longer afford the luxury of delaying approval of key instruments such as financial service agreement, investment policy, incentive regimes, and the development of regulations of a regional securities market. The full operalization of the CARICOM single market and economy is required for the transformation of our economies and to fight for a robust post-COVID recovery. CARICOM needs to be able to shift gears and close its project implementation gaps to ensure the full operalization of the CARICOM single market economy, Prime Minister Brown said. The importance of the flagship CARICOM single market and economy was also one of the main themes in the opening remarks by the chair of the committee. The Honorable John Bricino, Prime Minister of Belize, and Dr. Collar Barnett, Secretary General of CARICOM. Prime Minister Ricino positioned the CARICOM single market and economy 
at the center of regional integration and characterize it as indispensable to economic recovery and building resilience. He broached the subject in the context of a new development plan for the region that encompassed creating prosperity for the people of the region, building sustainability and resilience across development interventions, and harnessing resource endowments. The CARICOM single market economy is the center of our integration. Reflecting on our undertakings in the St. Anne's Declaration of 2018, we need to redouble our efforts to complete the removal of the remaining barriers to intra-regional trade, empower our private sector, and give full effect to the regime for free movement, including by addressing administrative obstacles. Secretary General Barnett also referenced economic resilience building and improving intra-regional trade as she encouraged the community to make the CARICOM single market and economy work for all of us. Sinkitz Nevis Observer reports that Barbados-born jurist Sylvia O. Hines Radix has been confirmed as New York City's new Corporation Council following a historic 51-0 vote by the New York City Council. Heinz Radix is the first ever Caribbean-born woman to serve in that capacity. As Corporation Council, Heinz Radix will lead the city's law department, primarily responsible for providing legal representation to the city, the mayor, other elected officials, and city agencies in all affirmative and defensive civil litigations. Her last position was an Associate Justice of the New York State Appellate Division, 2nd Department, where she served as an Associate Justice since 2021. Jamaica Information Service reports that the Jamaica Business Development Corporation is establishing an essential oil incubator that will provide manufacturing capacity for clients as well as further position the country to tap into the lucrative global industry. The development forms part of a project that aims to establish an organized and viable essential oils industry. In welcoming the initiative, Jamaica's Prime Minister of State and the Ministry of Industry invest and commerce Dr. The Honorable Norman Dunn said that it supports the expansion of manufacturing for export and pledged the government's commitment to help the essential oils industry grow and thrive. He noted that the global market for essential oils was estimated at $18.6 billion in 2020 and is expected to expand at a growth rate of about 7.4% in terms of revenue up to 2028. I look forward to to the Essential Oils Incubator Project as it builds capacity for processors and provides training in supply chain management and business development. The ministry is excited about this initiative, Dr. Dunn said. He highlighted the need for increased collaboration between the Rural Agricultural Development Authority and other key agencies for the provision of lands for the planting of crops to supply raw material for the essential oil market. These include turmeric, ginger, lemongrass, and moringa. He was addressing the Jamaica Business Development Corporation online business dialogue forum on the essential oil industry on February 28th.
The state minister said that farmers should also look to increase and diversify production to meet industry demands. Manager for the Incubator and Resource Center, David Harrison, explained that the Essential Oils Incubator Project will provide manufacturing capacity for the processing of oils from local viable plant stock while increasing the value chain. The incubator is going to be somewhat of a hub that should stimulate entrepreneurship in the sector. It will provide for rural development, import substitution through the use of local raw materials, export promotion by using strong bands of genuine Jamaican essential oils, and demonstrate that this is a sustainable activity in the production of essential oils so that it can be replicated, he pointed out. The manufacturing sector is currently the third highest contributor to the Jamaican economy with 7.95% of gross domestic product. Of particular interest is the emerging cosmeceutical industry, which would further boost the growth prospects with its projected value of 675 million U.S. dollars. With an abundance of raw materials and natural ingredients like castor bean, lemongrass, among others, Jamaica is well poised to manufacture quality products that are suitable for hair, skin, and body care for both the local and export markets. Aldea News reports that Berkeley in Puerto Rico is now accepting applications for their 2022 program running from May 31st to June 5th at San Juan Universidad del Sagrado Corazon. Since its founding 26 years ago, some 4,000 young Puerto Rican musicians have taken part in the week-long music program. The program brings the Berkeley method of music education to student musicians. The method involves encompassing theory, air training, improvisation, ensemble performance, and instrument instruction. New to the program this year, lessons will incorporate songwriting and production tracks, focusing on songwriting, performance, and production. Classes will span between 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. with the week ending in a concert showcase. The concert will allow all participants to perform with their ensemble group. Four-year program attendees will have the opportunity to earn college credits upon completion. The program is taught by Berkeley faculty. During the program, those attending will have the opportunity to apply to the Berkeley College of Music in Boston. Throughout the week, Berkeley will be holding auditions for select students interested in admittance to the college full-time undergraduate program. Applications are now open for Berkeley in Puerto Rico with a submission deadline of April 15th. Luis Alvarez, founder of Make Music Happen Puerto Rico, former Berkeley trustee and Berkeley class of 1983 alum, called the program a perfect opportunity for hundreds of young Puerto Ricans who dream of having a first-rate musical education. Visit Berkeley in Puerto Rico application page includes information about cost eligibility, the application process, location, schedule, and more. Travel Noir reports that Afro Nation Puerto Rico has revealed the day split for its 2022 lineup. The debut American outing for Afro Nation set to take place in San Juan, Puerto Rico from March 24 to 26 promises to be another spectacular celebration of Afrobeats, dancehall, hip-hop, R&B, and more. 
with the wealth of the scene's biggest stars performing at the three-day beach party. AfroNation's first American festival secured some of the performances of artists like Wizard Kid and superstar Megan Thee Stallion is now set to headline. This has been a rough experience for the new brand, Afro Nation founder Obi Asaki said in a press conference. We've had a lot of belief to keep doing this. I've had the attitude of we're going to keep going. I don't care how many times we get smacked down by this COVID thing. The first Afro Nation event started in Portugal in 2019. After achieving great success, the brand expanded to other countries such as South Africa, Ghana, Brazil, and the United States, celebrating the African diaspora movement by showcasing Afrofusion, reggae, dancehall, hip-hop, Amapiano, soca, and more Black-led music. In the United States market, which has been part of the plan for a long time, Puerto Rico became the chosen place due to its strong Afrocentric vibe and great location, according to Afro Nation's co-founders. The 18-plus event festival will be held beachside and at local clubs. The requirements are either proof of vaccination or a negative test. The 2022 lineup includes artists from Puerto Rico, South Africa, Jamaica, Nigeria, the United Kingdom, the United States, and more. For more information, visit Afro Nation Puerto Rico 2022. Now Grenada reports that the Grenada Tourism Authority is proud to announce that the tri-island state of Grenada, Caracou and Petite Martinique has won 10 awards in six categories for USA Today's 10 Best Readers Choice Award 2022, including Best Caribbean Beach, Attraction, Beach Bar, Resort, Rum Distillery and Restaurant. In the category of Best Caribbean Beach, Paradise Beach in Caracou, Grenada's sister island, took the award as the number one beach in the Caribbean. 10 Best Reader's Choice Awards highlights the best of the best in contests covering categories such as destinations, food and drink, hotels, and attractions. Nominees in all categories are chosen editorially by the panel of experts with readers encouraged to vote. Readers were able to vote in each category once per day. The competition started on January 17th and finished on February 14th. Winners in the respective categories are awarded a badge of recognition as the 10 best readers choice. USA Today is a multi-platform news and information media company with a combined reach of 7 million readers daily and a leader in mobile applications with more than 21 million downloads on mobile devices. All results are posted on www.10best.com forward slash award forward slash travel forward slash. And finally, the Caribbean Journal reports that low-cost carrier Spirit Airlines has launched another new route to Puerto Rico, this time to the island's second city. The airline has kicked off non-stop service between Orlando and Ponce, another boost for a city that continues to grow as both a tourism and investment destination. The new service is operating daily between Orlando International Airport and Ponce's Mercedita International Airport. Ponce becomes the newest destination in Puerto Rico for Spirit, joining San Juan and Agudia. 
Spirit first launched service to Puerto Rico in 2001. The carrier now operates eight nonstop routes between Florida and Puerto Rico. In April, Spirit will add another new route to the island, with planned services between Aguadilla and Philadelphia kicking off on April 20th. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup for Wednesday, March 2nd. I'm Keisha Wallace, thanking you for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news. Be sure to spread the word to family, friends, and associates. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com and be sure to like and follow us on Facebook, now Meta.